Kobe, first of all, I just want to see if you, you're safe and sound. Are you back in Platte City with your family? I am. We're safe and sound, just hanging in tight, and uh, everyone's healthy here. Man, is it weird right now? Because you're supposed to be in school. You're supposed to be going through spring practice right now, and you're at home trying to trying to find any way to work out and going through stuff and going online. Is this strange right now? Uh, yeah, it's definitely a weird time. It's uh, uncharted territories for everyone. And so uh, I think everyone's just trying to make best with what they have and uh, do everything they can to get ready for the season. What are you doing at home right now as far as your workouts? Is it challenging to get stuff done? Um, luckily, I have a pretty decent-sized house, so I'm able to have some room and move around. But it is very hard. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of access to actual weights. So there's a lot of body workouts going on, uh, a lot of running, explosion work, and all that. So it's different, but I'm making it work. Are you just missing your teammates? Is that one of the biggest things right now? Absolutely. I mean, when you're in there with your teammates grinding every day, you guys just push each other, and you get that uh, you get that camaraderie between each other, and it's nice to have. But, I mean, we were strong coming off last season, and I don't think really this is taking anything from – the the people that we have on this team, uh, I think we have a very well-being uh, group, and uh, I think that everyone's still doing their work, and everyone's going to be ready. Are you still talking to the guys quite a bit? Yeah, I mean, we, we talk a lot. We have uh, Zoom meetings and stuff. Uh, we text. We play games together, of course. Um, we, we always stay in contact. You know, one thing that, that I've heard the last couple of years is just the, the chemistry, the camaraderie, just the, the, the team that this has become. It, it, that's not – there's no smoke being blown, is it? I mean, that's for real. You guys really genuinely care about each other, and this is a true team, and, and you guys are close. Yeah, this is for real. Um, I mean, I'm with defense almost every day. Uh, I talk to the offensive guys, if not every day, every other day. I mean, we're constantly communicating, texting in the group chat, seeing how everyone's doing. Um, it, it's really a family here. Are you guys challenging each other a little bit online and, and Instagram and social media type stuff? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you always got good old push-up challenges. Uh, <laughs> you've seen a couple of uni challenges. You know, there, there's a lot of different challenges going on right now, but we, we definitely keep ourselves busy. We're talking to Missouri Western defensive back Kobe Cummings. He'll be a junior next year, which is hard to believe, from Platte County High School. We'll talk about that here in a second, as it doesn't seem like he should be a junior next year. But, you know, when you look at, at not having spring ball, how much are you guys missing right now? Um, I feel like on, on the defensive side, I mean, just speaking from my perspective, we, uh, we have a lot of returning guys. So that's going to help us a lot. Um, a lot of the game plans we already know, um, the film we have from last year, just kind of rewatching that, uh, making sure you're still sharp on your assignments and everything. Uh, I know on the defensive side, I believe that we're going to be just fine and roll into this season great. That's the one thing, too, as you mentioned, you have a lot of guys back. Really, Anthony at linebacker and then Marquise a little bit up front. Those are the, the two big losses, I guess, that, that got a lot of snaps last year. Everybody else is back. That's that's enormous for you guys, isn't it? Oh, it's absolutely huge. I mean, the usual model is defense wins championships, and I like to believe in that. And I truly believe that uh, this defense and uh, the way that we were coming together at the end of last year, uh, we're just only going to keep climbing and hopefully be at the top. 
How about that last year? Because you got out to a good start last year. You played good defense against Northwest and Fort Hayes, and all of a sudden Central got you for a lot of yards. And then it was a struggle for a little while, but but you, you were giving up yards, not a ton of points, and then you closed the season strong like you wanted to, especially in the bowl game and against Lincoln. There were It was a little bit inconsistent last year, but, boy, there were flashes, weren't there, of you, the, what you guys can be? Absolutely. Uh, we had a couple – couple injuries that uh, went on throughout the season and uh, so a couple guys had to be replaced and so early it was kind of a lot of learning for a, a lot of different guys and a lot of different stuff being thrown at us but uh, once we stepped back and we kind of just simplified everything and uh, we got our pieces set it uh, it's really started to show and it really started to show what this defense can be uh, what the team can be I mean when we're all clicking together it's crazy you guys are so, I say young, and a lot of you guys will start to become upperclassmen, as you will too, but there's still a lot of young pieces, a lot of guys that are just in their second or third year of playing and still have a, a couple or two or three years left. So that that you guys can kind of grow together for the next couple of years, can't you? Absolutely. We'll have tons of experience, and we're only getting better. I mean, uh, you guys see the recruiting class that we signed this year. Uh, they just keep getting better and better. And uh, those young guys that come in, and uh, we have older guys that take them underneath their wing and show them the ropes and how the game is played within the MIAA. And then they really just let their talent show. And so, I mean, having having that experience and then the young talent and being able to mix that together, uh, it's really going to make for a great season. We're talking to Missouri Western safety Kobe Cummings. He'll be a junior coming up next year. As again, normally spring ball would be going on right now, and unfortunately uh, all that stuff has been canceled. But, you know, when you look at the defensive back, defensive backs, I guess the secondary in particular, Sam's coming back. Obviously, DJ's coming back. You've got some other guys behind those those young men who who were able to play a bunch. Drew's at a safety spot. Uh, Devin's back. I mean, all you guys are back. The communication back there, as you mentioned, there were some injuries Devin was hurt for a while. You were hurt for a while, and then you guys had to all come back together. Do you feel like that's going to be a huge part, especially in the secondary, which is the communication and knowing each other so well like you did a couple years ago? Uh, absolutely. Being able to get the call from one side of the field to the other is extremely important. Uh, making sure that the back half is always on the same page is extremely important. And uh, being able to now have a couple seasons with those guys and uh, – being able to communicate with them, play with them, learn their styles, they learn my style, and then it all just mixed together. It, it's gonna it's gonna make for a, a really exciting and fun season, and a, a season that will definitely be one to remember. I feel like. Yeah, there's some huge expectations, aren't there? Especially internally for you guys. Oh, absolutely. I mean, of course, winning the MIAA is always the first, and that's on top because once you win that that's what progresses you on to the national championship. So we got to take care of business first within our own conference, and then once we do that, it's on the playoffs. We're talking to Kobe Cummings. He'll be a junior coming up next year. He's playing safety for the Griffins. And Did you get a glimpse of that last year where you were able to get nine wins, go to another bowl game, get another postseason victory? But, again, your only losses were to teams that also made the postseason. Obviously, Central and Northwest both made the playoffs, and you guys were so close in both those games. Carney got you pretty good, but they also had a great year and made the postseason. Did th- did you get a glimpse of what you guys can be next year, and was that kind of a, a stepping stone for this program? Uh, absolutely. I mean, when you play in the MIAA, you're going to play top-tier competition. And uh, just being able to play those guys and uh, kind of measure up and see where you're at against them, and especially with a team that we know how young we are, 
seeing where we were measuring up against them and that we're only growing and only getting better, it's it's, it's exciting. And it, it really makes you just want to keep pushing and pushing because you want to be on top. We're I mean, we're, we're tired of sitting in that middle tier. We we want to be number one. We don't we don't want to be number two. We don't want to be number three. We want to be number one. So yeah. that that's that's what's on all of our minds, and uh, that's the goal that we're striving for this year. You know, we talk about the defense a lot, but as you look at the offense, a lot of a lot of talented guys back. Obviously, the big question mark is probably going to be up front, just because of, of all five guys were seniors a year ago. But then also a new signal caller. We got to see a little bit of Anthony last year. I'm guessing you have. You have confidence on that side of the football, don't you, with just the guys coming up through this program? Oh, absolutely. I mean, with our coaching staff, the guys that we have, I mean, everyone's just constantly working. Uh, even even the five seniors that we had last year, you should have saw it within practice, the way that they would grab those younger guys and teach them whether it's a kick step or, you know, hand placement, you know, all the different things to the littlest detail. They would always tell them and just push them to do that. And the, I think the reason that we won't have as much of a problem as people would think is because those guys took them underneath their wings and taught them the little things and made sure that they did the little things every single play. So I really think that uh, we're I think we're going to be more confident going into the season on the offensive side than uh, others are expecting. Give me your scouting report on Anthony Vespo. If he turns out to be the guy we got to see him play against Lincoln and he was almost flawless in that game, but obviously he, he, he's got a lot of weapons around him. But give me your scouting report on, on Vespo. Uh, I love his play style. Uh, he, I mean, obviously him just getting into the waters and everything last year, He, uh, you could see a little nervousness coming out, but you also saw a lot of poisonous. I mean, he uh, – he got very confident in the pocket, very quick. He found comfortability. And uh, I think just him uh, being able to take that that vocal leadership role over this uh, last winter and spring workouts, it, uh, it uh, really turned, turned our offense into a powerhouse. And I think that uh, there, there's going to be a, a lot of exciting things that goes on on that side of the ball with him, for sure. And so many young receivers that you've got to deal with on a daily basis when you guys are practicing. Obviously, a lot of people found out about Devon Holmes last year, but then Jaden steps up, Cooper steps up. All those guys were redshirt freshmen. You guys all came in together, including Anthony Vespo and Braden Howell and those guys. And your recruiting class was phenomenal. But those guys now have a year of experience, too. And, boy, I, there's so much talent in that in that wide receiver room, isn't there? Oh, my gosh. It's, it's crazy how much there is. I mean, you can't really pick, like, the most dangerous receiver just because at any given time any of our receivers can pop off. So it, it really makes it a hard game to play on the defensive side, especially when you're going up against so much talent on the offensive side, even though they're young. You mentioned earlier about the recruiting class coming in, and that's been something I, I just mentioned a few of the names that were in your recruiting class, and, and that was the second for Coach Williamson and his staff, and then the guys that either redshirted last year or a few that played as true freshmen like Trey. Um, I think there's some huge expectations for them. The guys that are coming in, there's probably some true freshmen they're going to play. Ha, have you guys all as as players really been kind of wowed by some of the the, the guys that, that this coaching staff has brought in the last couple of years? Um, I mean, yeah, absolutely. Uh, everyone that they brought in has just they they come from winning programs. I mean, they they know how to win and they they know what it takes. They they know the grind. Um, they know how to train. They know what to be looking for when you're watching film. I mean, it it goes it goes more than just on the football field. Film's a big part of it too, and 
these guys, I mean, constantly watching film, always sending texts to each other, hey, you see this, uh, what do you think we should do on this, you know? It's just there's a lot of communication going on, and I think that's helping a lot. And whenever the new classes come in, we bring those guys in just like they're our brothers from the start. And so, I mean, I don't think it skips a beat, and it just goes from class to class. All right, take me back to your recruiting process. And again, you're just down the road, so you're kind of a local kid. But uh, talk about your recruiting process, and that was after year one with Coach Williamson. Uh, there were some struggles late, and they won four games, but but the program was starting to change. Could you tell during the recruiting process that, okay, this culture and, and this, is, this is kind of what I want to be a part of and start to build something new? Yes, absolutely I could. Um, it was actually crazy because – at first, I wasn't even going to do football. I was going to do baseball, I thought, in high school. And then whenever we finished our last year of football, uh, my senior year, I was, I was not ready to give it up. So then I wanted to continue football. And then I didn't want to give up baseball. So then it <laughs> came between football and baseball. And so just that whole ride was crazy in itself. But then uh, it did end up coming down between Washburn and Missouri Western. And uh, – I just – there was something different. There was a buzz around the campus. I mean, we were getting new facilities. I mean, they were getting new uniforms. We were getting new stuff in the locker room. I mean, it's just – it's like everything was just was just going towards progressing, you know. And I didn't want to go into just a program that's known for winning and then just be a part of a winning program because, I mean, that's fun and all. But it's more fun going through the change of a program and creating a culture in a program. And that's really what I wanted to be a part of. And uh, Coach really did a great job of portraying that on my recruiting visit, and uh, he sold me on the place. So. And so far, so good. It's worked out because the, the culture certainly is changing and, and the winning is starting to come also. and was, Did you want to find a place that would let you play both, both football and baseball? I did. It, it did come down to that. Uh, I ended up wanting to play both sports, and uh, luckily Missouri Western, only being 30 minutes away from home, uh, gave me that chance and that opportunity, and I'm forever grateful for that. All right, I want to talk about that. How how challenging is it? As again, a lot of people say you, at a Division One, it's hard to do it just because of the time. Well, Division Two is not any different. It, it's it's very challenging, very difficult. Uh, you were. You redshirted in baseball last year, so you got a chance to really kind of, <laughs> I guess, get your feet wet in football and then kind of ease into baseball. But now this year you were starting to play some. How challenging was it this past year to do both? Um, It, it was challenging. I think uh, definitely last year being able to redshirt during baseball and uh, still being able to participate throughout the uh, spring football and everything definitely helped that transition. It uh it wasn't as stressful didn't being able to play during baseball season and also being able to play during football season. So uh, I think that helped. Uh, I think the coaches communicating they had a good game plan going into it. Uh, they knew that I was a little less developed in baseball and that was going to take some time. So they went ahead and redshirted me. And uh, so I just I got I was able to make kind of a routine. And then once I got comfortable with that routine. It uh, it just becomes your normal day. I mean, there's there's nothing special to it. You wake up, see the same faces, the same guys. You know, hang around the team, and uh, really, it's the team that that makes it easy. You just you always want to be around them, so it's easy to go to practice. It's easy to go to weights. It's it's just always easy to be around the those athletic 
those uh, athletics and the guys. So, I guess I, I keep saying Kobe Cummings, Griffin's safety and junior to be, but he's also an outfielder and a, a – I guess he could still be a, a, a redshirt freshman next year because of what's happened. But I guess you're the perfect person because you were a player on a team that had their season cut short because of the coronavirus. Talk about take me back to that and, and when that happened. How challenging was that as a player when your season was cut short? I've talked to some other guys, but but how was it for you? Was that was, was it devastating? Yeah, so it was actually really devastating for our team because we uh, we obviously were struggling at the beginning of the year, and uh, everybody knows that. But uh, really, the, the last couple of weeks, we just started to turn things around and. Uh, the guys, we, we all started really getting back into it and everything, and we uh, really felt like we could keep the season alive. And then we were actually at practice whenever uh, Josh Looney, our athletic director, he came in and uh, he told uh, Buzz Verduzco, our uh, head baseball coach, he uh, told him that the season was going to be postponed. And so at that point, we uh, – we were devastated, but we still had a little hope that, you know, we'd be able to come through and play and everything. And then whenever we got the news, it was it was, uh, it was was really hard. Uh, a lot of guys in the group chat, they were uh, sending their thank yous and goodbyes because we had a couple seniors and stuff. And so it was really hard. But uh, then once the NCAA granted them the, another year, it, uh, it kind of enlightened the mood and the uh, – a lot of the guys were very thankful for that. So. so that's a big deal, isn't it, for everybody just to be able to know that that is available. It, they they don't have to end their careers this way. Yes, that it's a huge deal, and the NCAA did a great job with handling it and everything, and making sure that nothing leaked too fast, and making sure that all the right information got out. Because I mean that that's playing with people's lives, and I mean. People, they, they play baseball their whole life, and nobody just wants their season to be ended off something that they couldn't control. Yeah, no doubt. We're talking to Kobe Cummings again. He also plays baseball for the Griffins. He's an outfielder. Did you Were you starting to feel more comfortable uh, finally it, it, during during the baseball season? Definitely. I uh, It took me a little bit, but I started finding my swing. I yeah. was uh, actually getting out on my front foot a little too much, so I started staying behind the ball, finding my groove and everything. The arm was getting there. It was getting in shape. And so, I mean, I, I was looking forward to a, to a long season with the guys, but unfortunately it got cut short. Boy, it's so much different, isn't it? I mean, the, the <laughs> you're, you're talking about getting your swing back and your arm and just what you ha- – the, the physical toll you have to do for each sport is so different, especially the positions you play. Yes, absolutely. It is, it is. But uh, luckily I've been blessed and uh, – thankful to be able to do it my whole life and um really it's just it's like secondhand nation now I just I go out there and I mean like I said when you find a great team and when you're with the guys you are it it makes it easy to go out there and you know want to throw the ball around go out there want to hit the want to hit the ball around or you know run a couple routes you know do some one-on-ones it makes it really easy so we're down to Kobe Cummings. He plays both football and baseball for the Griffins. As his season was cut short in baseball, he'll be a junior next year on the football field. And you know, it's would you have played? Would you have practiced during spring ball this year since you were playing some of a baseball? Do you know what would have happened when spring ball did did happen? If it would have, yeah, I, I would have been practicing with spring ball. Um, 
So I would have took that little break with baseball for, I think it's like four weeks. And so they would have like, I would go to baseball practice or something. And then I would have like, because we, we only have football, I think it was Tuesdays and Thursdays. Yeah. And so I would have, like, football that Tuesday and Thursday, and then baseball would be Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or something like that. You time, know I mean? you, time management. You've had to learn that, haven't you? Yes, yes, definitely <laughs> time management. <laughs> We're talking to Kobe Cummings. I, I also want to go back to your true freshman year, and you got thrown to the fire. I think it was week three, week four. I think week three at, at Central Missouri. You, you, you yep. started, <laughs> and, and it was a little bit of a struggle, but, boy, you turned things around in a hurry. How how daunting, how challenging was it when you got thrown to the fire your true freshman year, didn't redshirt, you were playing, and then you were a starter in week three after some circumstances happened? Um, was that a challenging task before you started to figure things out as the season went on? Uh, Yeah, that was, that was probably one of the most hardest and embarrassing things I had to go through. Um, definitely was not ready for that type of competition. Uh, UCM actually had an All-American tight end that year, and uh, he actually returned last year. But, uh, yeah, he uh, he definitely gave me a butt whooping, but I think that, that was the greatest thing that ever could have happened to me. Because it just it, it taught me that uh, the things that I needed to learn, it uh, taught me that the the pace of the game is a lot faster than you think it is, um, and it just it teaches you a lot of things about life. You know, just getting knocked down and being able to get back up and being able to get better and better each day and make sure that you're getting better because you don't want the competition to just keep going out there and dogging you like that. So. Was it the very next week against Washburn where you got the INT in the, in the end zone? It, it was it was close after. Yeah, and yeah, it was very. Uh, I don't know if it was the next. Like it might, it might have been, been two. After. Yeah, it might have been two after yeah. that. But I mean, it, it did show you that game showed you a lot. I know it was a struggle and it was hard for you, but but you mentioned it. It probably was the best thing because it didn't take long for you to kind of figure things out, did it? No, not after that for sure. I was I was in the film room constantly watching film. Uh, me and Coach Richter were sitting down. He, you know, he was watching film with me, telling me, you know, these little steps that would help me do this and that. That would take away just a little tink of a second, or you know, a little bit of leverage. And so it definitely made me grow up quick, and I, I'm very appreciative for the experience. And we're talking to Kobe Cummings, Griffin safety and Griffin outfielder at Missouri Western. He was third in tackles last year. Still missed two games with a couple of injuries. Had an interception again. Third in tackles and. When you look at, at your game, what needs to get better for you? Uh, for me, I would definitely say my coverage skills. Um, not necessarily so much in the zone, but more manned up. Uh, I feel like when I'm manned up in the slot, I can be a little bit better at using my size and getting hands-on to uh, disrupt the route. And um, really, really, I would say that's probably my weakest, weakest point right now is man coverage. The, the position you play, the weak safety spot, that's a, that, that gives you a lot of freedom to kind of roam and, and kind of be a disruptor, doesn't it? Yeah, it absolutely does. Um, I definitely like being able to be in the box a little bit and then, yeah. you know, kind of being able to step back and see everything develop and then rehack. 
All right, I'm kind of a I'm, I'm a uniform and number guy. You changed your number to number nine last year. Is there a reason for it? Um, so actually, whenever I was in high school, I was number seven, and uh, I was gonna rock with number seven, but uh, they didn't have it for our spring game, and so I was wearing number nine, and then I had a pretty decent spring game, and then after that, I was just like. You know what? I'm just gonna keep number nine because <laughs> you know it was just. I figured going back to seven, you know, that's kind of reliving high school days and stuff. You know, there nine, you it's the next odd number, and I'm I'm at the next level. So, hey, that works for me. I like it absolutely, <laughs> <laughs> and it certainly yeah. worked last year for you. Uh, just uh, we talked about it a little bit earlier, but just your expectations. I'm sure you're chomped the bit. You want to get back with the guys. You want to get back to, to practicing and and get next year started, don't you? Because you guys do have tremendously high expectations. Oh my goodness, they're they're out the roof right now. We, I mean, our first expectation is obviously, like I said, the MIAA championship. You know, we we expect to be contending for that. We expect to win that. But in order to get there, you got to take care of the first game. And in order to get to playoffs, you got to take care uh, of your conference. So, you know, it's, we know our conference is hard. It's going to be a gauntlet. But, uh, I mean, we'll we'll see everything that we've been seeing the last two years. So, Man, I can't wait. It's going to be a lot of fun next year, no doubt about it. Lots of expectations. Griffin's 9-3 and three on the football field one season ago. Another bowl victory, and now, uh, again, some big expectations. Kobe, man, good to catch up with you. I-, I love catching up with all you guys here in the offseason and how things are going. And It's a strange time right now, but hopefully things will get back to normal. Stay safe, bud, and we will talk to you soon. Thank you. I appreciate you having me, Dave.